0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I will be discussing what changes you can make by starting a workout routine. Sapphire Training helps the on the go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. All right, I'm so happy. Today is the first solo show of the new year, so happy 2017. Um, I plan on continuing my kind of rhythm of the show where I do an interview one week and a solo show the next week. I really like that, um, format. It works well for myself. Um, and I do like, enjoy having a little convo, um, one-on-one with, with you guys as well. So, um... I already have some amazing guests coming in 2017. I can't wait to share with you guys. Um, I've recorded a few of the interviews already and there's so many inspirational people um, ranging from yoga teachers, uh, retreat leaders, um, meditation, we have group fitness instructors. we have motivational speakers. I mean they're just they're just a light doing what they need to do in the world. Um, so I can't wait for you guys to hear some of those interviews. Um, next week I'll have another interview for you guys. So today though, I wanted to talk all about changes that you can make by starting a workout routine. So some of the things that, I mean, a lot of the resolutions that happen at this time of the year are, you know, I want to have a new workout routine. I want to lose weight, um, are two of the top two resolutions. So what do those, you know, what are your kind of reasons behind, behind starting a new workout routine? when I think of goals, I like to think of it in kind of increments. So if we are going to break it down to a one week goal, so let's just start very basic. What do you want to accomplish this upcoming week? So maybe it can be to get all of your workouts in. So maybe you planned on working out four times this week. Maybe your goal is just simply to get all four of those in. Uh, Maybe you maybe your plan is to actually make a plan for what workouts you're going to do that upcoming week. So maybe you're really good at getting to the gym, but when you get there, you don't really have a plan. You don't have anything set out in stone. So you kind of wander around the gym, you hit the treadmill for 20 minutes, then you go to the weights and you only do two exercises because that's the only exercises that you know or feel comfortable um, doing in front of people especially because this time of the year, gy- gyms tend to be a little bit more crowded and we tend to get a little self-conscious in the gym. Um, and that goes for everyone. Like even myself, I get self-conscious if I'm walking into a new gym, you know, just kind of getting the lay of the land. And, you know, some people who've been there for years, sometimes they are territorial over their equipment. So just kind of getting over all of those fears um, and just owning your truth and owning your power and just stepping into that. So that could be, you know, something that you might be having as your goal for that week? How can you overcome some of that fear or that resistance around going to the gym? So maybe you do have a new gym membership, but you've just been too intimidated or scared to get into the gym. Or maybe you just simply haven't put it on your calendar. And so you haven't put that time and taken it as your own. So I know that's also something that comes into a play for a lot of people is, you know, we say we're going to get there. And then at the end of the day, it's 6 p.m. and we're tired. You know, we want to go home. We still haven't eaten dinner. Maybe we want to play with our kids. If we have kids, um, you got to take the dog out. If you have a dog, you want to be with your spouse. If you have someone there, um, or you simply just want to put your feet up and watch Netflix, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes that is calling us more than the gym is. So that can be something that you can work on. How am I going to make that a priority? And then what changes is that going to make into my life? So when we think about what changes are we going to make by doing these things, what do we hope that working out is going to accomplish for us? So working out, I mean, there's tons of goals. We all have different reasonings. We all have different whys on why we're going to the gym or why we're working out at home. You know, why we're getting up at five in the morning to do this. You know, what... Is that why? And to get up continuously day after day, you know, at 5 a.m. If you're an early morning person before work, you know, what is your why? Usually has to be a pretty big one um, in order to get up that early, because if you're getting up that early, hopefully you're going to bed a little bit earlier. So I know I myself have just tried this recently Is I want to get up. Um, at 5 a.m. because I want to set start my day with 20 minutes of movement um, and 20 minutes of movement can be an ab routine. It can be a yoga sequence. It might simply be doing a few squats, push pushups, um, kettlebell swings. You know, it can be taking the dog for a quick walk like, that's what I want to start my day with. And yes, because I am a total planner, I will be planning out what I'm going to be doing each of these days, um, based on the workout I have. So that's not my workout for the day because typically my day starts with clients. So I'm getting up before clients so I can get at least 20 minutes to myself before I do my, in quotes, actual workout for the day, which is going to come a little bit later in the morning. Now, If there are some days where stuff happens and I have to get home because we have no childcare that day for my son, um, then I'll might have to forgo my workout. I can at least feel good knowing, okay, I've had 20 minutes of a workout um, or some sort of movement that day already since I did get up at five to get that in. Um, So that can be something that you can look at playing with. And maybe it's not 5 a.m. Maybe you're like, whoa, that's not going to happen for me. Maybe you are an evening person. Um, I myself am not. So that is a no-go for me. But maybe you're like, okay, I can handle 20 minutes in the evening every night consistently at, say, 6.30. You know, you're home, you're... Haven't eaten? Maybe you have. Maybe things are settling in, and you want to do twenty minutes of something. That could be a good time to do it as well. So figuring out what's going to work for you, um, and those are changes that are going to drastically impact not only your fitness, your health, your well-being, you know, but it's going to your mind is going to be so much more clear after you get some consistent workouts. Um, I know I shared this on one of the podcasts, uh, probably at the end, towards the end of last year. Is the mindset shift you get and the ideas you get from a workout. Those are when some of the best inspiration can hit if you're really, um, you know, kind of going all out. Because I find after a workout, like I'll usually get my phone out and I'll just record some different ideas or topics or even just fears that might have popped into my head after doing that workout. Because I find that talking about them or sharing them kind of shows people that, okay, everyone has these fears. Everyone has these challenges and sharing that with people um, is something that I, I, I wouldn't say, well, I would say enjoy, I guess, but sharing that just to show that, you know what? This is something that, you know, not just the newbie might have, but someone who's been in the gym and knows her way around a weight room, um, still can get intimidated by a weird piece of equipment that I've never used or maybe never seen, you know? So what do I do? I want to explore. I want to play with it. But I have found that if you do start playing with things, you don't know what you're doing. Asking someone is always of help. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. I think that's something else that people actually do like to offer help at the gym. You know, I've seen people do things wrong where I don't want to actually go over and correct them. Um, If they're going to severely injure themselves, of course, I'm going to go over there. But if they're, you know, kind of not sure what they're doing, um, I would love it if they would come to me because then I feel more comfortable because a lot of people do not like unsolicited advice. I mean, who likes that? Most people don't. So if they're, you know, if you are not quite sure what to do, go to someone else who looks like they do or a trainer or staff member, um, if that's something that you're just intimidated with. So strike that fear, you know, by asking. So after we kind of, um, have that one week goal, what can we do to help that, um, goal kind of come to fruition. So maybe your goal for that week, you want to learn how to do crow pose. Well, that maybe, maybe it will take you a week to learn it. Maybe it's going to take you a month or two, you know, so that can be something that you would like to accomplish, but it's going to be a little bit more longer term goal. So what can we do then? Well, then let's do kind of a month map of your goals. So by not only changing your week goal, now we're going to go ahead and take it back to a month. So we're kind of slide out and say, okay, if this is my goal, if my goal is to learn how to do crow pose, what am I going to have to do all month long to help me achieve that? Well, that requires a lot of core strength. It requires a lot of balance. Um, If those of you aren't familiar with crow pose, it's a yoga pose where your hands are on the floor and your knees are balancing um, up on your elbows. And so you're kind of hovering, your face is basically hovering over the ground. Um, for me, that pose scares me because I broke my nose in high school, you know, playing basketball. So what's going to happen if you land face first on the ground? I, quite a good chance I could break my nose again. Um, that's something I don't want to do. So that's, that's what always scares me um, about that pose in particular. So maybe that's a fear that you have. So maybe it's not only that I have to get the core strength, I have to get the balance, um, I have to get the wrist mobility to do that. Maybe it's also getting over that fear of whatever it is that you want to achieve. That can also be any move like pull-ups, maybe you have a fear of like actually being able to do them. So sometimes when we have these goals, we might be afraid of what happens if we achieve it? What then? How is that going to change my life? Or is it? So sometimes those, maybe it's not a pull-up, but sometimes it can be weight loss goals. Sometimes we get scared to put it out there saying, I want to lose 50 pounds, but maybe you've never been 50 pounds smaller. And you're scared. Am I going to be the same person? Am I going to be, you know, the person that I think I should be at that weight? Or am I just going to still be me? So sometimes we're telling ourselves stories to kind of hold us back. So how can we kind of create that shift and create that change. So we feel comfortable reaching towards those goals while still staying true to us. Um, that comes with a lot of things. I think with fitness in particular, journaling, meditating, um, stepping out of maybe the gym and going to, a uh, yoga practice. Um, as you might've heard, if you've listened to some of my podcasts before, or if you're new, I'm a big yoga fan. Like, I just think there's so much, um, eye-opening experiences that you can have from that so if you might have some fear around it could be around your weight loss it could be around doing crow pose you know going to that class and kind of meditating on it thinking about it and I'm talking about a class that might be a restorative class so where you're sitting and holding poses for a while so you really have time to get into your own head and think about things um That's where you're really going to get some breakthroughs. That's where I found I've went to the last couple yoga classes I've went to have been the more chill. It's been a yin class and a restorative class. And literally the last restorative class, I came home to my husband and I was like, oh my gosh, that class was amazing. It happened to be um, on December 31st. And I was like, I actually saw the lotus flower blossoming over my head, pouring out white light. You know, we were just so zenned out from this teacher. And, you know, those are the classes and and those are the moments that you look for in yoga. You're just like, I just felt amazing. You just felt cleansed almost and clearing. Well, basically, we're all kind of clearing out 2016, getting ready for a new year during that class. And, you know, I felt it. I embodied that. So when you kind of go to a yoga class like that that's what you can think about shedding maybe that old perception of yourself or that old image of you not doing it and opening yourself up to that new thing you know maybe it's that you seeing yourself do that pull-up seeing yourself do handstand headstand crow pose maybe doing a push-up on your toes whatever that move is um, you can actually see that you're letting go of those old stories that you're telling yourself and stepping into that new person And not being afraid of, what if I am still me, where I thought I'd be someone different? Well, how can you step out of that fear? How can you step into the person that you want to be? So that's what I kind of want to challenge you with on that month goal, is thinking deeper than just that exercise move and really stepping into owning whatever that goal is that you have. So after the month goal, we're going to take it up one more notch. We're going to take it out to a year goal. So typically with clients, I do 30, 60, and 90 day goals. But today I wanted to just to hit the week goal, a month goal, and then hit a year goal. So that year goal, what is something that maybe you haven't thought about doing that you're like... I, maybe I want to try 5K this year. Or maybe you want to run a half marathon. Maybe you want to become a yogi. You know, what is that overarching thing that's driving you in 2017? So, whatever that might be, that might be your driving engine behind everything. Um, I have a client who I know is she's going to do a triathlon for the first time this July. So, that's what our goals when I'm training her. We're focusing all around learning how to swim, bike, run, and targeting the muscles that she's going to need um, you know, to hit those all well. So what is it that you can kind of plan your year around? When I did a half marathon a few years ago, that was what I did when I stepped into, I think it was 20, 2015. I want to say I ran the half marathon and January through May was all training for that half marathon. You know, that is, that was my goal. And then past that, Um, I was getting married and so that was kind of the next goal. So like there's always little goals like that. But when you look at your year ahead, what do you see? Is there some big thing that you're like, this is what I want to achieve? Maybe it's going on a yoga retreat and you've never done yoga before. So maybe your goal is to go to a few classes. So you feel comfortable on the yoga retreat or just going on a yoga retreat without doing any yoga. I totally recommend that. We had a guy who was, I want to say he was 89 and he came to our retreat, never having done yoga. It was amazing. He, I mean, he was great. Um, Those are the type of things where you step outside your comfort zone and magical things happen. Not just for you, but for everyone there. We all were just um, amazed at like, wow, you did this, you know, in your 80s. You're at a yoga retreat by yourself, like just and he was a guy. So out of that, you know, there's not too many guys that come to yoga retreats. There's so many things outside of the box on that. You know, those are things that are possible if you start to imagine, okay, what do I want this year to be about? So on the fitness front, you know, having that goal or that big goal, um, and not being afraid to share that. So tell a friend, tell a spouse, tell a trainer, if you have a trainer, you know, tell someone, um, or tell me on Instagram, Um, tell someone what this goal is so people can help you and motivate you and check in with you to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to reach that. So for me, this upcoming year, my really big goal um, has pretty much just been to lose the baby weight was last year. And now that, um, you know, I've kind of done that, I want to take my fitness to kind of the next level. So I want to be feeling like I can you know, run what I used to run. And because I like to run, I'm not like a hardcore runner, but that is, that's a very loose goal. Like if I was my own trainer, I would say, what, be specific. So, you know, I still have to think out my big arching goal this coming year, but I just want to feel like my old self again. And have I defined that? No, I'm that's still a work in progress for me. Um, and by old self, I just mean fitness-wise, I've always been an athlete. So that's what I want to explore this coming year is just really start to get back to those athlete, like throw a medicine ball against a wall, you know, doing cartwheels in the gym, like... That's just stuff that I enjoy. Battle ropes, jumping rope, you know, all of those, you know, kind of gritty things that are a little bit more outside the box. Training, that's what I want to step into this year. Um, so I know that's kind of my goal. I don't have any big races coming up or anything like that. So that's that's something um, to kind of get you thinking about, okay, what could this be or what do I want to do with my year ahead? And then what changes is that going to make in my life? So by me doing that, by me playing more and coming back to those athlete roots, what do I hope to achieve in my life from doing that? And so for me, one of my core desired feelings is playfulness and playful. So that's what I'm hoping to get out of it is just to get that feeling. Because I love, I love being playful. Um, I love being kind of that Goofball and, you know, have a good time with fitness. So, fitness is fun to me. And I want to get back to that and not so much rigid training, but really being able to play around. So, that's what I'm hoping to get out of it. And that would be my overarching changes I want to make to my routine. So, instead of being so rigid and structured, bring in more play. So, that is something that I want you to think about is what is this goal going to help bring you? What change is that going to help bring you in your life? All right. So, Again, reviewing really quick, we have our week goal that we want to work on, then I want you to work on a month goal, then I want you to work on that year goal. So that's my challenge to you this upcoming week. Think about those three things and how you can make an impact into your life by doing those. All right. So if you ever want any help, any um, insight, any input, I love, I love helping out. So feel free to ever shoot me over an email or hit me up on Instagram. Um, It's sapphire underscore Andrea. Um, I love to help out and review and cheer people on. So without further ado, that was today's episode. And so I want everyone to go out there and spread your peaceful power. If you're looking to spread more peaceful power in your life, head on over to sapphiretraining.com, spelled S-A, the word fire training, Dot com For more information about how to spread your peaceful power, as well as if you want a free resource guide on working out for your body types, that is at the top of our homepage. So go on out there and spread your peaceful power.